Hey everybody, it's AJ. I'm so excited to finally be able to welcome you to episode one of the Praxis podcast. Seems like it's going to be a saga like Star Wars or something, right? Episode one. But hopefully, like Star Wars, we can bring balance to your world and uh, bring everything into perspective. So let's kick it off right now. Thanks again for tuning in to the Praxis Podcast. Uh, we're so excited to be able to finally launch this project that uh, I've been talking about doing for a while. You know, and as, as I've thought about this project more and more, you know, I've uh, taken time back and, you know, that's why it's taken a while to launch this, it's because we really wanted to put some thought into the development of the podcast and what it is that we're looking to accomplish through this project. You know, the word praxis actually means taking learned knowledge and applying it. And that's what we're hoping to do through this project is to take those experiences, those learned experiences through the failures and the successes and turn that into knowledge that's applied into the areas of our life that we're looking to succeed in. You know, success stories are great. Failure stories are great too because you you can actually learn a lot from people's failures. And I think that there's actually a lot more to be learned from failure than from success. Because failure is a building block for success. So we hope that as we share a lot of these stories, a lot of these personal stories, a lot of stories that are personal to some of the guests that are going to be joining us, that they serve as inspiration to you to realize that there are so many lessons to be learned from the experiences that we live out every day, good or bad. There's always something that we can learn. And the objective is not just to learn. The objective is to apply it to our lives so that tomorrow we can live out our destiny in life by applying the lessons that we learn today. So welcome to the Praxis Podcast. We hope that you'll draw some type of inspiration and motivation out of this, but we don't want it just to be motivation for motivation's sake. We want you to go out and change the world and live your best life today. So let's get started. So as I kick off this series, this series of podcasts, this series of inspirational moments where we're going to dig deep and get you in the right mind frame to succeed. I've chosen to talk about failure as the first topic. Now, it might seem a little counterintuitive that I would use failure as my first subject matter. But for those of us who have gone through it, we realize that we go through a lot more failure in life than success. Even some of the world's most famous athletes, people that we revere, go through a lot more failure than success. Yet, it's the successes that stand out in our memory. It was Michael Jordan, the six-time NBA champion, that once said that he missed more than 9,000 shots in his career. He lost more than 300 games. 26 times, he had been trusted to take the game-winning shot, and he missed. He's failed over and over again in his life. And he says, that is why he succeeds. 
It would stand to reason then that you have to go through failure in order to experience success. I've had many conversations with successful entrepreneurs. And in those conversations, I tend to focus more on asking them about the failures because we know all about the successes. The successes capture headlines. The successes give us notoriety, but it's the failures that really teach us the lessons that help us to get to the successes. And so by asking about their failures, I can actually learn more about how they got to their success. I find it unfortunate that in today's society where there's such a focus on social media and shorter clips and shorter attention span, people often overlook the lessons that can be learned from people's life experiences. I often pick up on a sense of impatience from people who are younger than me that I talk to. You know, they have all these big plans, these big aspirations of things that they want to accomplish and they need to accomplish them right away. You know, as they talk to me about these can't miss plans, I often just sit back and listen because I don't want to kill their optimism. But at the same time, in my own mind, I'm thinking about all the things that could possibly go wrong, not so much to disillusion them from pursuing their grandiose plan, but just as an exercise from my own experience of thinking through worst case scenarios and kind of being prepared for what lessons could be learned. You see, when you look at failure as a teaching mechanism, it becomes a lot more valuable because there's a lot of information that you can draw out of failure that can actually accelerate the expertise curve in whatever it is that you're looking to pursue. A great example of this was Abraham Lincoln, our 16th president. You know, many of us revere Abraham Lincoln uh, for his place in history, but Few of us realize just how many failures he went through in life to get to that point. Consider this. Within the span of about 25 years, Lincoln lost his job. He was defeated for legislature. He failed in business. He lost his sweetheart who died, had a nervous breakdown. He was defeated for speaker. He was defeated for nomination for Congress. He lost renomination after then being elected to Congress. He was rejected to be a land officer. He was defeated for the nomination of vice president and again defeated for a Senate. However, all of those failures were overshadowed by the last four years of his life. The failures that Lincoln went through in his life, the losses of people close to him and the political losses, they formed the character of a man that would go on to do great things and be revered in the annals of American history. In fact, it was Lincoln himself who famously said That success is going from failure to failure without losing your enthusiasm. What Lincoln is describing is this concept of failing forward. You know, it's failing in such a way where you don't take things personally, but because you understand that failure is part of the process that leads you to success. It doesn't mean that we don't experience disappointment or even sadness when failure happens. As a matter of fact, it's perfectly healthy to experience those things. What's not healthy is to linger there and just stay in that same attitude. Unfortunately, I've experienced that in my own life where after a failure, I just had a tough time snapping out of it. Years ago in New York City, I was actually an account executive and um, I sold uh, to businesses. I remember going into the office every morning and prospecting businesses. I would have to call 50 or 60 different businesses before I headed out. 
And out of those 50 or 60 calls, my objective was to set up three to four solid appointments every day of people that I could meet with face to face. Well, after about a month of doing cold prospecting, I quickly learned that most people didn't want to set up an appointment with me. In fact, I learned just how creative people can be in avoiding meeting with you in person. However, every now and then I would get a yes. I would get someone who would be interested in setting up an appointment. And that's where I learned the law of averages. If you put in the work and you put out your best effort, the numbers take care of themselves. However, those are two key things. Putting in the work. That's your sweat equity. For me, that was those two hours that I spent on the phone every day. And then there's putting out your best effort. That's the intellectual equity. That means that while I was putting out those two hours, I was giving it my very best and making no excuses. If you're doing those two things and you still experience failure, you can be guaranteed that the failure you are experiencing is a necessary part of your learning process. You see, at certain points in our life, we experience failure because our attitude isn't right or the effort isn't there. But there are other times when we're experiencing failure and we're shaking our heads because we're giving it our all. We're giving it 110% and things still aren't panning out. And that's okay because that's part of the process. At some point in time, we will all go through failure that is completely unavoidable. And what we have to do is learn how to extract the lessons from those failures that are going to allow us to experience future success. This is why it's important to look at failure as temporary and isolated incidents. You see, failure is not a perpetual state, but rather it's a stage where expectations are confronted with current realities. You see, there are many variables that go along with success. You have to have a great sense of timing and understand the needs of your audience. If you're presenting a product or an idea, often there's a certain level of education that you have to bring to the forefront. And so when we fail, we often don't see all of these variables that can be either within or outside of our scope of control as factors that determine the outcome. If there's one thing that I've seen over and over in my own life, it's that the difference between failure and success is usually a minor tweak. There's usually a small adjustment that we have to make, whether it's in our delivery or our approach or how we relate to people. We have to keep an open mind. And part of that involves not taking criticism as an attack, but rather as feedback. It's information. You don't have to act on all of it, but you do take it in. And you analyze it, considering both the source and the outcomes. It's at these critical moments that you have to remind yourself you're not a failure. You're just someone who failed at doing something. There's a huge difference between the two. Someone who considers themselves a failure has already defeated themselves in their own mind. And they're stuck there. Whereas somebody who sees themselves as a person who's failed at doing something, that person is already in the right frame of mind to turn that failure around into success. I'm going to leave you with this thought from psychologist Simone Carruthers, who once said, life is a series of outcomes. Sometimes the outcome is what you want. Great. Figure out what you did right. However, sometimes the outcome is what you don't want. Great. Figure out what you did so you don't do it again. The key to bouncing back is found in your attitude toward the outcome. 
My hope for each of you as we close out this first episode is that you'll start to redefine what failure is. We all go through it, and there's so much that we can learn from it. We shouldn't shy away from it because it's such a powerful tool. I want to challenge you as you go through the inevitable failures that you'll have, whether it's in your professional career or your personal life, to really start making a list of the lessons learned from each of those failures. You see, those lessons learned will serve as reminders whenever you confront other situations in life that failure isn't a permanent situation. It seems eternal when we're going through it. Sometimes we even lose sleep thinking about how we could have changed the outcome through a different action. But remember, failure is a necessary component in our success stories. I hope that you'll feel inspired and motivated by this and that you'll be willing to share your failure stories with others who may be in need of that sense of encouragement. Thanks for joining us on the Praxis Podcast. And remember, don't just talk about it, be about it.